I'm the one who's yawning and feeling tired, dude. But I like where does your body think it is? Because you stepped off a plane like what less than 24 hours ago, something like that. Yes. <laughs> I'm actually trying to think right now. 24 hours ago, uh, it was more like it was like 30, 32 hours ago. Or something. Okay, that's fine. That but, means uh, you could have been one of the last people to take an Uber from LAX. Oh, god. at the terminal. Oh god, my Uber ride was like an hour and a half, dude. Oh, I'm so was, sorry. You know, you finish up like traveling for like 16 hours. And you're like, great, I did it. I'm here, but in LA. You're not there yet. No, especially if you're flying out of LAX. Especially if um, – did you come in and see the fires or were they not lit yet? Uh, I did not see the fires, but to be honest, I don't look outside. I plant myself in the, the middle aisle is where I, I usually go. The honestly. middle aisle. Because I like the aisle to stretch out my feet. I also like to walk around a lot. And middle means there's only one person next to you. Who can get up and force you to like wake up so they can go to the bathroom? It's it's actually the secret hack spot that like nobody actually likes for some reason. I like an aisle seat if I'm gonna be awake during a flight, mm -hmm. but a window seat if I'm gonna be asleep during a flight, so I can like lean over to the side of the plane. I don't really sleep on flights anymore, so. Is that because you can't, or? I yeah, mostly because I can't. Oh, that's it, I. It's not good. <laughs> I do whatever I can to knock myself out. I'm, I'm pretty good at, like, doing the red-eye thing, so I'm hoping that I can just maintain that streak. See, my problem is it's that not only do I not sleep, but then I get to the event, and then I don't, uh, like, jet lag hits me really hard, and I can't stay asleep. Oh, no. And I'll wake up at, like, 3 a.m., 4 a.m. or something like that, and after, like, only four hours of sleep, that was pretty much all of ESL for me. It sucked. Were you better... At like the beginning when you were when you were just starting out to fly around the world, has it or has it like okay, so it's gotten worse with time. It's gotten worse. I don't know what's what's happening. <laughs> now sometimes I take melatonin. I I occasionally will take melatonin. I know you're uh, not supposed to take it very often, and I'm always super skittish about this stuff. So I usually only take it like the first two nights. At ESL, I took it one night. I slept for like eight hours or something. It was fantastic. And then I was like, all right, I'm good. And I didn't take it for the rest of the event. And I never slept like if, that again. If you take melatonin and have to work, how many alarms will you set? Uh, Are you okay at waking up after that stuff? I'm pretty good. Yeah, because I only take the melatonin if I have like a solid amount of time before okay. I have to get up. So I need like three alarms to wake up any morning so <laughs> i feel like if i was doing melatonin it would just be like okay google set an alarm for eight okay google set an alarm for no fuck i shouldn't have done that i'm very sorry you know everyone. what i do when i really need to wake up is uh is i turn my alarm sound to uh the military revelry that feel like that makes sense to you that'll be enough like ptsd like you know like i'll, <laughs> I, I'll immediately go oh god i gotta get up i gotta stand up immediately <laughs> That's a special kind of PTSD that I will never be able to empathize <laughs> with. I don't think there's any sound that will make me ever do that. Honestly, I think revelry is like the most hated sound across the military. Because you, <laughs> you always get like, you always get terrible sleep anyway. But, you know, then it's also like, you know, like a lot of the start of your military experience is like drill instructors yelling at you as soon as revelry goes off. Or like uh, you got to go PT immediately after like you wake up and stuff like that. It's just a lot of bad memories associated with those noises. This is now not at all about Dota, but how did early yep. boot camp treat you? I'm always interested in that. <laughs> um, I did pretty well in boot camp, honestly. Uh, I think it's because I'm like. 
I, I'm a follower in like the best sense. Like I work really well under good leaders and I adapt to situations well. And I'm also a really easygoing person. So like I'm able to like, you know, adapt to things really quickly. So uh, boot camp was fine for me. I didn't find it that hard. Um, I know a lot of other guys, there was like boot camp and combat training were probably the tougher parts of uh, what we call the pipeline. Once you go to your school training, it's usually pretty easy, depending on what you do. Yeah, most of my other friends in military, any service, were like, oh man, the first two months I was like, how can I stop doing this immediately? <laughs> so I feel like I have a really clouded view of people who only really didn't enjoy the process, but seldom hear of people who like had an okay time. So. I mean, nobody really, nobody enjoys boot camp, <laughs> let's put it that way. Like, like to be clear, like none of it is fun. Uh, and like, uh, for the Marine Corps, like combat training isn't that fun either. They're like some highlights here and there, but they, honestly, that's most of your military experience though. It's like, most of it is not fun. Occasionally there's a, there's a cool moment, you know, it, like uh, yeah. I'm at, I'm at the range and you know, I'm firing like a 50 cal or something. I'm like, Oh shit, this is really cool. <laughs> but this the rest, is like, like those 30 seconds, I'm like, this is awesome. But everything leading up to that and everything immediately afterwards where I have to like carry the 50 cal barrels and stuff like that, yeah, that all sucks. I, I couldn't even imagine. I feel like the, the biggest, like oh, I die. <laughs> I, I'm very grateful for anyone who can do that because I know that I'm like, uh, where's the quickest ticket to Canada? At the end of the day, I would probably be a draft dodger. Some, some, uh, Blitz actually told me this. Uh, he, he said that, uh, I have good perspective on things. And, uh, so when it comes to like the bad parts of my job, like I'm always able to like shrug it off pretty easily. Like I'll, I'll bitch and moan just like everybody does. Cause honestly, nobody wants to <laughs> in a team, right? Nobody wants that guy like, guys, things could always be worse. You know, like nobody. Come on, guys. Let's just, let's just complain for a little bit, you know? Like, it's a bonding experience complaining. To get, yeah, it but, is. But at the end of the day, like, it, it never really bothers me that much because, you know, honestly, my job's awesome. So. Well, is, so Blitz is still talking to you? He doesn't, like, hate you for, like, talking about him last time? Because I was I was worried that, like, I, I caused some disruption in your relationship. So what Joey's talking about here is I was not supposed to release the fact that uh, Blitz was going to be coaching Liquid that was supposed to be keep kept down on the down low. But I didn't know that until the morning after, right? I, I said, like, oh, it'll be fine. It Like, it'll be public by the time our podcast releases. And so the next morning I talked to Blitz about that uh, and... And he told me, you know, like, oh, we're going to keep it on the down low, et cetera, et cetera. And, and I didn't even think about what I said on the podcast. I was oh, like, no. I was like, yeah, it's fine. I'm pretty sure I didn't say anything on the podcast. Then I go back to the clip where I very clearly Blitz is coaching Liquid. I'm just like, oh, shit. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> I had to apologize to him. I was like, I'm sorry, man. I actually didn't know I said that. I feel like I need to apologize to him. No, I no. <laughs> I told you it was going to be fine. I said, yeah, everything yeah. will be public tomorrow. So I'll, I'll just stand behind you and be like, ah, I, I, it was it was okay. It was the him, 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 him. Don't don't hate me, please. It's okay. As a result of that, our our podcast made top thirty of of gaming podcasts for that week, right? Yeah. It, <laughs> nice. Could you can go around and tell everyone that that we're a, we're a. T it, it's a very specific title. If you want to be <laughs> accurate about it, we okay. are a top thirty uh -huh. iTunes chart. United States video game slash leisure podcast. Uh, it's it's a really like if they put that on a plaque, they need a really big plaque. I mean, in a way, 
that's even broader than I thought it was. We're video games and leisure. <laughs> We've got the whole leisure market covered. That means that people are like on the beach in Cabo just trying to be leisurely. They're kicking back and they're like, ah, oh, what's on the podcast feed? Uh, IGN, uh, Kotaku. Oh, what's this? I want to listen to a total podcast. Sidepaw? What's that about? Oh! That's what the show is. is. That about reach arounds. <laughs> Welcome to the side. <laughs> yeah, I, I really shouldn't. I really should have thought more about that before. I'm like, we should just do this name, right? Because <laughs> now I just always think about it in some kind of a weird, dirty context, and I'm like, hey, everybody, welcome to Side Pull. It's not a. If I was to open a club in West Hollywood, I'd be like, hey guys, this is Side Pull. <laughs> God, two but- dudes on a podcast called Side Pull. <laughs> Yeah, we should. We need. We desperately need diversity. Um, but hey, everybody, welcome, welcome Hello. to the Sideful Podcast. <laughs> forgive the name, and maybe forgive us. I'm terribly sorry. We're your weekly-ish Dota podcast. We strive to keep you up to date on what's going on in and around the world of Dota, but without all the, all the, all the granular icky stuff. You know, so many people are like, Alchemist is overpowered, or I want to nerf faces. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I just kind of want to talk to you about Dota stuff, Cap, and I feel like we have more fun. And we're definitely cooler, right? Oh, yeah. Thank you. We're cooler and more fun than any other <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, and also, the iTunes uh, US charts would rate us higher, so I mean, that True. just means we're better. I can't make jokes about other ones now because I'm not punching up anymore. Everyone is below us. <laughs> there, there's big punch downs. Oh, trust me, George. We're, we're still punching up. <laughs> Just because Reddit gave us a, an artificial boost doesn't mean that we're not we're not punching up. God, we're we're always going to be punching up. My name is Joey. You might know me better as Leaf Eater. Uh, with me is my buddy Capitalist, my friend, my yes, buddy. Sir. I recently you gave me your phone number recently, so I think that means that we can actually be friends. <laughs> is that how that works? Yes. Next will it be like a Facebook ad, and then maybe it'll be like a dinner date, and then. I don't, I don't know. I'm not I'm not very good with relationships. Side pole action. <laughs> we gotta get, we gotta get away from that. <laughs> uh, I want to remind you that if you're if they're listening to this on the top thirty iTunes mm. podcasts, gaming leisure US charts, you can also watch the video version because at least one of us is attractive, and I'll let you decide who. I have my opinions of it, but I'm just gonna. We'll make a straw poll. We'll make. <laughs> But if not, you can listen. If you're listening to the, if you're watching the video version, you can get us, you know, on the Spotify, on the Apple Podcasts, on the Google Podcasts, anywhere. Just just search us. It's easy to find now, because uh, top top thirty. But it's been a while. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's been a little over two weeks. You uh, were in Germany. Yes, I think. Whew. I almost stumbled on that one. I'm that like, you were in. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> when I think about countries, uh, my brain is kind of broken. I think about what flag they are before i think about what the country is and i have to work backwards from flag to what in the world i might be on the spectrum i really don't know i i <laughs> seriously wait so that means you you really know country flags then right i i like i'm a, I'm, a, I'm a vexology guy literally really? like, what's your favorite state flag um okay let me give me any let's maine Main uh, flags with words on them, bad flags. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. What what is the flag? I don't even know. I, I know that it has words. I think it's blue. I might have a tree. I might just be outing myself now. Mm. The right answer is like Arizona. 
Oh, okay. So it's a good a flag. Star. It's a good flag. Texas is also a very strong flag. I, I was going to say Texas immediately, but California flag. Flags. California flag. I feel some kind of attachment to, mm-hmm. but it has words on it. There should be no words on flags. <laughs> Germany, good flag, but old flag. So when you say like, "Oh, I, I was at ESL," I think about like you know, a bl- black, red, yellow, and then I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's Germany." <laughs> that's 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 how I think about countries. It's like, I mean, oh, where's you know some like really obscure country flags? Yeah, uh, uh, Mozambique, the country <laughs> Mozambique. It has an AK-47 on the flag. Wait, really? Yeah, it has an AK-47 on the flag. It's one of two flags, uh, country flags that have weapons. The other one's uh, Saudi Arabia. That's the sword. But yeah, you can look it up. Mozambique has an AK-47 on their it flag. Up right now, I need to know this. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap! It does. Yeah. See. Uh, I, I went down a big rabbit hole uh, looking up the Mozambique when I was playing Apex. And I'm like, wait, this is a country? And I'm like, wait, they have an AK-47 on their flag? Wow. All right, well, we learned something new today. <laughs> the way that we get around talking about uh, you know, all, all that granular Dota stuff is just by not talking about Dota stuff. Yeah. So if anyone wants to know more about flags, we'll start a different show. <laughs> we'll get top 30 on the flags US chart. Um, you were at ESL. Yes. Hamburg. That was probably one of – that was like the first big thing post-TI. Yeah. It's like back – we're back in the saddle. It's time to get the year going again. Yeah. I had to um, I had to actually do some research and stuff because I didn't really follow that. Uh, like I was – I covered the European qualifiers, but I didn't watch a whole lot of anything else. And I didn't really watch a lot of Dream League either, which was right before Hamburg. So I had to do a lot of research. And yes, like, I mean, you weren't, I mean, they didn't invite you out. So, like, why bother? Yeah, like, I mean, I, I don't need to. I'm not going to give them my viewership. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Hire me next time. Yeah, they, they won't give me money. I won't give them eyeballs. That's <laughs> how that exchange works. Yep. But there was, there, there, there was Dream League and ESL. Those were like the first two things. And I feel mm-hmm. like the theme that ties them together as I'm looking at them is that. I don't know if this is – if like Dota's back per se. Yes. Because uh, a lot of teams made a lot of news uh, about not participating in the first major minor of the year. Mm-hmm. So your team's like Secret, the X-Team Liquid, whatever, Kuroki's new – Kuroki and crew, Kuroki and friends, Kuroki, Kuroki. I think about like a frog's like Kuroking. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they have like a pun name like that. Um, OG's not playing. LGD's not playing. So there's there's all these what you would normally call tier one top level teams who just aren't at the big Valve events, let alone the non-Valve events, because Dream League and ESL aren't actually on the pro circuit. So I I feel like these events have a bit of a like an asterisk on them. Oh, for sure. I think I think that all of these events are like uh, they're all going to be like a little bit questionable, like. The top two teams are probably pretty good. I mean, Dream League, actually, you can't even say that for top two. It's mostly just the top one team that I think is is actually legit. I'm not sure if Demon Slayers is legit, but uh, but for ESL, it's like top, maybe top two, maybe top three teams. All, all of these tournaments are definitely going to have an asterisk behind them. But yeah. that's what's exciting for the minor and major, right? Like there could be some team going to the TI simply because they were at a major where <laughs> there wasn't the best teams. They were there early. It's it was yeah. like they're like uh, Markiplier on YouTube. They're not very mm-hmm. good, but they were there early, so like they just get. Now we're really punching up. <laughs> yeah. <Now we're> 
Wait till we have Markiplier <laughs> respond to us. Yeah, I mean, I would love that. <laughs> I feel like if I just keep poking at people, then eventually, mm-hmm. like, no one's going to ignore us forever, right? Like, yeah, fuck yeah. you, Zayori. There we go. He'd still answer, right? <laughs> fuck Bitcoin. Yeah, you um, can insult Zayori. <laughs> Not my co-caster Trent, though. Oh, yeah, we can that's... only attack half of that podcast. <laughs> um, D- Dreamlink was, was the first one. It was pretty small. Yeah, they they didn't only have six teams going there, but people were, I would say, excited for Dream League because you know no one, I don't think anyone was tuning in for Demon Slayers, the team who you said mentioned got second place, the team whose name we'll probably never say again after this probably, <laughs> um, but they were there because of the whole Liquid and Alliance drama. I feel like that was kind of the the story of the event almost because first event of the of post TI, mm-hmm. there's not really a the game hasn't changed that much. There's not a lot of post-TI patches. Everyone's waiting for like the big new patch that's going to come out. Big teams aren't playing, but there is a bit of intrigue because you're like, ah, maybe Team Liquid is going to – are they going to do well? They got a new coach who's someone who we don't talk about. Um, that's on the down low. Um, and, and Alliance who has a full new team. <laughs> how's, how's that working out for them? And um, I, I feel like the people who wanted to hate on Liquid really got the opportunity to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because they didn't play very well. Dude, Liquid sucks right now. <laughs> that was a pretty garbage tournament, and they got fourth. So I have no out idea of what's going six on. Six teams. So fourth out of six teams isn't, <laughs> isn't very good. And you're like, you know what? Okay, yeah, let's be upset at them. They're they're money grubbing horrible people. Fuck them all, right? Yeah, yeah. But then they're good. They also played in ESL, which was mm-hmm. I'd say a more exciting tournament. Nah, you there were was. people uh, made content pieces for. I think you might have done some acting that I saw. Like <laughs> I, I, I feel like it was it was more of like a, a more of a proper event. I mean, ESLs are. I, I don't want. I don't want to like whore out for ESL too much. But I really love ESL. I love their events. I love their production. I love everything about ESLs, barring this event, one thing. Uh, and I think they always put Do on. Do they not give show. you the green MMs? Uh, <laughs> We're like, damn it, I demanded green MMs. Green MMs. No, there was, a, there was a tour bus thing. <laughs> that was not a good idea. <laughs> but they knew it wasn't a good idea. So basically, like between the group stage, the group stage was in Cologne, and then the actual event is in Hamburg. So I we had are those to... close? No, <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> That's why this is a problem. <laughs> so we do cover the group stage, and then we finished that night. We were actually lucky that at the end of the group stage, it finished relatively quickly. Uh, and then we were supposed to take one of those fancy tour buses mm-hmm. and drive to Hamburg. One of those that has like a, a bunch of beds and you know all all those sorts of things and. The problem with that is, is that first of all, we had to wait an hour once we finished the group stage because our driver needed his mandatory rest because he actually I, drove in okay. uh, to Cologne. And then oh, I we, Google, I Google mapped it. we drove out, but four hours in, he has to take another break. And then we finished the drive. It's like six and a half hours in total. We don't get into our hotel until like 3.30 a.m. We have to work the next day. Oh. Like the show starts at... 11:30 I think and we just get into our hotel at 3:30 obviously you get to the to the venue much earlier than 
11.30, probably. Twitter makes so much more sense now. I remember people complaining about, like, good luck today, everyone, long night. I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? There was a lot of passive-aggressive comments, (laughs) let me just say. (laughs) My my fellow talent were very unhappy with that situation, which, again, goes back to what I was talking about. Like, it wasn't that big of a deal, but, boy, there was a lot of angry people there. (laughs) There's nothing you could have changed about it. Like, it's just what was going to happen. So, I mean. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it sucked that it was the way it was, but uh, apparently ESL couldn't get the venue for the group stage um and then you know they they made the tour bus <gasps> idea which you know they realized was a mistake and they're not going to do it again apparently does that mean that mistakes happen they had whatever. two production teams at each location too and had to set up yes. like two full but that that's was, that, that's also that's, money it's in the esl offices so oh, okay. everything's okay. kind of set up already that's they just not needed you know to you know, producer and stuff like that. I, I Google mapped while you were talking. Um, it says it's a five-hour drive right now. Yeah, five-hour drive. Then you take a tour bus instead. You know, that's obviously going to be slower. It doesn't. Get, it doesn't do the full autobahn thing. Yeah, it doesn't. Do, it, it's not driving ninety miles an hour down the <laughs> autobahn. <laughs> Man, that is. Our driver was badass, by the way. He looked like because this is a fancy tour bus. You know that mm-hmm. would you know, take bands and stuff around. He looked like an old metalhead. He had this long, grayed-out beard. He was wearing this, like, grungy leather jacket. He had seen some shit, man. He had. He, there's been a lot of stuff going on in the back of the tour oh, bus, yeah. and I'm sure all the gamers who were passive-aggressive on Twitter were the least of his. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Let me just say, one talent made, like, a, a kind of a passive-aggressive remark or something to uh, to the driver, and I, I just saw the driver. He just literally put him out of my mind immediately. He just, like, brushed him off in, like, the coolest way possible. I was like, damn, my driver's a badass. Everyone's He's like, like, he has to deal with real divas, you know? <laughs> like, people who are actually famous, not internet famous, so. Man, so everyone, like, players and... No, 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 no. The players were in Hamburg. They they played. Oh, okay, okay. It was just the town. Okay. That, so. I guess that's a little better. Yeah. But, man, that's that's not a fun situation. That's a five-hour drive. Yeah. It's a five-hour <laughs> drive, and you got to work in the morning. No one wants to do that. You finish up work in the afternoon, drive through the night, work in the morning. But it happens. when we get to, like, the the more of the main event of ESL1, is mm-hmm. it is it – when when do you have time to do like those pre-recorded pieces like like what's the workflow like for that actually look like oh so for the uh the piece that we did me purge slacks and then it was uh directed by uh by shane shane omad for those who remember him um that was us flying in a day early okay uh maybe yeah a day early so i uh <laughs> and unfortunately um so I flew into Amsterdam, and then I had 50 minutes to get to my next flight. But unfortunately, uh, my LAX to Amsterdam flight got delayed an hour and a half because we got out of the gate, and then somebody had some sort of medical problem. And so we had to go back to the gate. And if mm-hmm. you know, like, FAA regulations and all that stuff, it, like, takes a while. Once you leave the gate, it's it's going to be You don't want to go back. You're going to be on that plane it. for a long time. Yeah, yeah. So it was an hour and a half late. So then I missed uh, my connecting flight. There was no more flights to Hamburg for that night. Uh, so I had to stay at uh, one of those uh, airport hotels and then wake up really early in the morning and fly into Hamburg uh, and then go straight from there 
to recording, which turns into another uh, little funny story. Uh, I actually have the, the video of me. Re- <laughs> I'm like, I like recorded uh, two different videos in case like this was going to be the last footage ever seen of me. <laughs> so you just like sent to your mom and be like, hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I um, So I, I write that early, early that morning in Hamburg um, and a shuttle picks me up. And they drive me into deep into this like suburban area of Hamburg. And they drop me off at just this random house. And I know I'm not supposed to be there. I'm like, wherever this is, I'm not supposed to be. This is not it. <laughs> so I, I stop my driver from leaving. He only speaks German. He doesn't speak any English. But I managed to stop him from leaving and communicate to him the fact that like I'm definitely not where I'm supposed to be. He calls his like uh, head office. And fortunately, that lady spoke English, and we were able to talk back and forth. She uh, ends up trying to call ESL on two different numbers, and nobody answers, probably because it's pretty early in the morning at that point. It's like 8.30 a.m. or something, and nobody's answering, and my driver has a a 9 o'clock appointment, and it's like 8.45 at this point. He's got to be there by 9 o'clock, and so he needs to leave. But I'm definitely not where I'm supposed to be, and I have no internet on my phone. I managed to convince him to take me with him to his next appointment and to just drop me off wherever we see, wherever we think there will be Wi-Fi. Civilization? Yeah. A Starbucks? Yeah. So he drives me like, you know, 10 minutes to his, uh, his next appointment, and we see a Burger King. And so we drop, he drops me off at that Burger King. So I just have my luggage, me. I'm at a Burger King at like 9 a.m. in the morning. And Did you get some cinnamon oh, rolls? He tells me, he tells me that the, the Burger King says it's going to uh, open up in five minutes. So this is 8.55. He tells me, he looks, he looks at it, he says it opens in five minutes. I'm like, damn, that's a Burger King opening at 9 a.m.? Like, who the fuck is eating burgers at 9 a.m.? They got cinnamon okay, rolls, Okay, sure. Cinnamon rolls. Uh, I walk over there. It doesn't wake over until 10 a.m. <laughs> So it's not going to open. But there is an employee outside who's cleaning up. Mm -hmm. So I managed to to ask the the employee. He actually does speak English. He's dope. And I ask him, like, hey, do you guys have Wi-Fi? Here's what he tells me. No. We are the only Burger King in the country that does not have Wi-Fi. (laughs) That sounds like a joke, right? Because our evil manager turned it off. He called his manager evil. Oh, no. Because the man blocked the Wi-Fi for some reason. I don't know if you just didn't want grifters coming through like me using their Wi-Fi and not buying anything. I have no clue. But this is the one Burger King in all of Germany that doesn't have Wi-Fi. I go to the mechanic shop next door. No Wi-Fi there either. I have to walk like like a quarter of a mile – to get to this hotel that I see. Fortunately, the manager there was very nice, spoke English, gave me the Wi-Fi password, and I was able to, with that, communicate to ESL, please help me, I'm in the middle of nowhere. Please come pick me up. And so it took about a half an hour, but they finally picked me up, and then they took me straight to the chute, which was in the middle of this forest area. And that was not the first location you went to? So the first location you were delivered to was definitely the no, wrong location? it was definitely the wrong location. It was like, it was on the way to the forest area that I was supposed to be, but it was like, 
a solid like six or seven minutes before like you had to just keep going and you just dropped me off before. I want to know the other side of the story. Like the the person who at ESL who's probably in charge of your well-being who's like, man, I wonder where <laughs> Cap is. It's just really getting late. I don't know where he is. Is he OK? Yeah. That, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> There's no excuse for why nobody picked up the phone, honestly. Like, come on, guys. Does this make you but, ever want to like just have international internet on your phone like are you uh, gonna i usually do but my phone was screwing up at the time just a terrible time so you got a new so, phone too uh, yeah so i got a new phone oh, well yeah. congratulations on your new phone if i didn't manage by the way if i didn't manage to convince my driver not to leave without me i would have had to like just walk and start knocking on doors and asking for wi-fi that was going to be my plan it's just rolling my suitcase through this like very clearly neighborhood area and just like knocking on random doors I don't I don't think I could ever do that. I think if I was in that situation, I would pass all the houses and try and find a business or like oh. find someone outside. But it was like this area was so like forested and like it was very clearly not an area that's near a main part of the city. I would have had to walk probably like two miles or something to be able to finally find a business. Oh, no, man. I'm so like I, I just remember thinking that I was like, man, ESL would have been really screwed if I didn't manage to get because they would have been like, where's Cap? I don't know. We dropped him off at this place. He's not there anymore. I would have just walked in one direction, hoping to be able to find business somewhere. I feel like both of these stories about ESL you've told me have contradicted almost everything else I saw on the internet about them about well, how ESL is everyone's favorite event. It is. <laughs> that should tell you everything you need to know about tournament organizers and esports. <laughs> Oh man, that's that's oh boy. <laughs> I yeah. Everyone's like, I love ESL. I love ESL. I love ESL. And you're like, oh man, we. Uh, I was in the middle of the forest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it was just like it was. It was just a. Uh, most of those things, like the human error, was them not picking me up or uh, not picking up the phone. Um, and it's like on a Saturday too, so like they probably just had the wrong numbers. It all worked out in the end. It all worked. You recorded a funny thing. Everyone liked it. I was I was a faceless void. Yeah, you did do some good makeup. <laughs> yeah, I was actually. <laughs> I go straight there. I still have my suitcase. I'm still like I didn't have a change of clothes because apparently the airport keeps your luggage. By the way, when you have to stay overnight. What? Yeah. Apparently, when you miss your connecting flight and you have one for the next morning, they keep your luggage. So were you missing a bag the whole time you were there? So I only had my backpack, which only had a change of shorts and socks. I actually forgot the rest of my clothes that I usually keep in my backpack. So I was wearing like, you know, really terrible clothes. I went straight to this recording session. <laughs> like, I had a bunch hey. of makeup put on me. I had to wear this big void costume. Hey, it was everybody. a long day as well of recording. It was raining. <laughs> actually, that day sucks so much. It sounds like one of those, you know, good in retrospect, right? Like yeah. good, good story. Shitty day, great story. We recorded a great piece of content and it was, it was very funny and a lot of people liked it. So it was all worth it. It was all worth it in the end. Yeah. Um, ESL holistically from a Dota side, yes. I think a lot of people enjoyed it. Yes. You know, we got another person, March got another Mercedes Benz. So, I mean, everyone that that's that's still a meme that's staying alive these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Koreans just keep on. Uh, Febby got the other one, but oh, no! 
but, no. but the Koreans that, keep on getting in that makes Mercedes me, Benz. Oh, man, that makes me... <laughs> God, do I gotta? I I'll might, be honest with you. I might well, have to I'm, take that out. That made that make me seem a little racist. <laughs> That's I'm really. I feel it's not racist. Ugh, it's not. But man, oh, I'll have to. We'll see if we take that out in the edit, everybody. Oh, it's fine. Traction slacks once in a winner's interview up on stage. Mistook Sun B for Midwan. So you know. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, <laughs> I could. I have a laptop in front of me, though. I could write this. I have notes. <laughs> What's my excuse? I'm not a professional. Um, uh, ESL. Yes. Another story about liquid, not doing very well. Yes. I feel like we both proclaimed uh, how much we want to support this team last time. Mm-hmm. Like this, if if there was a podcast that that was waving one team flag, I feel like we very firmly put it in the ground last time. And I'm not walking away from it. I still very much so want to stand by that flag, but it was Agreed. rough. Yeah, it's not a good time to be uh, a liquid fan. They suck. You know, they're just terrible. I feel like you just need to have like a good story arc. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they're aware of everything that's going on and they want to set up like a like a very dramatic story. Could like be. They're painting their own picture. Uh, what what I've kind of heard is that like the the meta just doesn't really work for them very well, and uh, isn't that I feel like a lot of teams say that when they're not doing yeah. well. Yeah, that could be. We'll see if that changes though. At the the at the end of the day, what kind of sucks about the whole not getting a patch right away after TI is that the first minor and major like teams can suck and it just doesn't really matter because you know you're going to have a new patch and with new patch. Like, there are some players that are just better at a certain kind of style of Dota than others, right? And so you, you're you not going to break up. You're not going to change rosters or anything because you know there's going to be a new patch coming and Dota's going to change entirely. And maybe that one player that you think is causing you problems is actually going to be sick next patch. So Yeah. Uh, I feel like you said a lot in the offlane, you know? Like, oh, this yeah. is a very aggressive offlane pass or a passive offlane patch. And it's, it's, it's the easiest to point out, like, that one role. Yeah. And how it changes. It's uh, it's also why would a team want to invest that much time into something they know is going to radically change soon? Yeah, that that too. Uh, the only the only reason for any of these teams is just so they can qualify for TI, you know, like get those DPC points. That's like literally the only reason any of these teams are invested. That's why so many of the tier one teams took a break off because it's like, what's what's the point? Like, if we're if we're gonna be the best, it's better to just take this break and not be a part of the first round of events and just you know take a full break away from Dota and then come back when everything's fresh and new. New, yeah. The patch will drop. It'll be a big day for everyone. Then, then uh, Secret's going to be like, well, I guess we can play Dota again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Does that mean you wouldn't call uh, TNC or Gambit a Tier 1 team? I would call TNC a, uh, a Tier 1 team for sure because they smashed everybody at that event until the finals. And they still managed to win the finals, so it's fine. I, I think their drafting was weird, by the way, for, for the finals. I think TNC screwed that part up, but... March himself even said he said that he thinks there was drafting problems for the finals. It's, agree. it's cool to see them uh, do well. Yeah. I, I'm, I like a KP. Yes. Who was uh, 
kind of a, a steadfast of the old newbie lineup for such mm-hmm. a long time. And it's been, I looked up over two years since he's really won something. Yeah. Because that would be yeah, someone Genting, I'm presuming. Yeah. I think that's yeah. correct. Um, and you know, you know, second place at TI with newbie. Yeah. All, all, he has like all these accolades with this, with his team that a lot of people have such fond memories of. And then he kind of like bounced around the SEA scene a little bit. And now he, he won an event again, which is cool. Yeah. Cause I feel like a lot of people, sleep on him um a little bit he was really respected as an offlaner um when that with that run going into second place at ti7 but um since then yeah like it's it's question it was kind of questioned whether or not he's just like a very specific type of offlaner you know where he plays the the enigmas or like these big team team fight cores but it is really cool to see him back. It's cool to be able to see Southeast Asia winning something. It's yeah. been a long time since Southeast Asia was good enough to be able to to win a tournament. Most of the time, it's like these WESGs or whatever where like TNC, the all-Filipino team, gets to show up and just make a bunch of money, you know? So Yeah, that's like, hey, guys, that's our tournament, <laughs> everybody. No one else yeah. can come. We need to, we need to make uh, dinner for the rest of the year. So if anyone else cannot show up. <laughs> it's uh it's it's fun to see all of all of the the SEA teams win because generally uh, I guess South America is the region now that people mm. poo poo on the most they're like ugh why do they have any spots yeah um uh, but that used to be seen not too long ago so yeah especially since Southeast Asia has been like continually mined for talent it's like all the best players like. As soon as they really start getting good, some European team or or NA team just grabs them, pulls them over to the Chinese region. teams, even Chinese teams as well. Yeah, so um, it it is cool to be able to see like a full C roster uh, actually win things, and I think it's great for Dota because Southeast Asia is such a uh, solid um backing of dota 2. It's like CIS and Southeast Asia for the Western audience is like what makes all of our viewing numbers it's also yeah it's also fun to watch i feel like generally that region has a little bit more chaotic games yeah so the sometimes the cleanest dota isn't always the most fun dota to watch but messy dota can can just be entertaining and i feel like their communications are wild It's actually them just like yelling, like "Go on, I'm going," and they're all yeah, like yelling at once. And it's like it's perfect that March is the captain of that team because you know, like that's what MVP Phoenix was like. Mm-hmm. Just for whatever reason, March is just really good at being able to ride the chaos of uh, of team communications and still be an effective camp. Uh, I wonder if I would like that more. Or less. Like, I wonder how long I can play Dota in that environment where it would... Because there's a level of, you know, oh, it's so exciting. Everyone has this high energy. Everyone's hyper-focused. Like, we're, we're really into it. We're so passionate. But then the flip side of that is, you know, there are benefits to just kind of being calm. Yeah. Uh, I think that's that's an idea that has... There, I think, around TI 5, 6, and 7 kind of area, there was this idea of, like cooler calmer heads will always prevail you know like uh you want clean communication uh and then around ti8 with og and now ti9 that idea has kind of been supplanted it's just like now it's become a lot more about morale and and uh the mental game right in which case that kind of communication can be good, right? Like just getting hype and like, you know, kill that mother, you know, like it's, it's that kind of communication can really keep up 
you know, the mental game. Um, so I personally, I would always rather be on that kind of team because that's the kind of player I am. I'm a very emotional player, so I would like to be on a team that, you know, gets hyped, gets excited about killing. It's interesting that you can be that person in Dota, mm-hmm. but then, you know, you roll back 30 minutes and you're like, yeah, like people like me because I'm calm. So you can really, really play both sides of the fence, which I, which I think is kind of interesting. <laughs> I think the, uh, I think it's like, uh, that's why I'm a play-by-play caster, you know? <laughs> it's like, I just get all my energy out in just this one aspect. Um, one last DSL question. Yes. And that's only because I saw something on Twitter. Uh-huh. Uh, I think I saw you at karaoke, and in the picture you might have been a little bit inebriated karaoke me no no i did not go to the after party i was way too tired from this from this event and i had an early so it wasn't me you're you're getting white people mixed up this time (laughs) see now i can't (laughs) (laughs) you've been trapped (laughs) god i'm just gonna just gonna stop talking. I don't. I'm gonna stop talking. I'm just. I'm done. <laughs> anyway, but yes, from all accounts, that after party was uh, very good. Were- I just wanted to ask what your karaoke song was. I was My I karaoke was song is. Um- oh God, what is my karaoke song? I like singing Backstreet Boys. That's always a fun go-to. Honestly, all karaoke songs are, you know, as long as it's got a good chorus. I'm always down to sing and have fun. Uh, I don't, I don't need a whole lot of drinks to do that, but this event, I was way too tired and I, <laughs> I had an early flight and stuff and I was just like, I'm not going to the after party. Hey everyone, I'm going to go be a dad. Yeah. I need to go. I'm also not an extrovert. So like being around people generally it, it's draining. And so that's what an event is, is just being around people and socializing the entire time. And you have to put up all your energy into that. By the time an event is done, I just want to be alone. <laughs> What's the breakdown, do you think, of the casters or people who are prominent in the scene who are introverted versus extroverted? Uh, I think for most players, most players are introverts. Uh, a lot of the talent are introverts. Um, but it's it's definitely, I would say it's maybe split in half, 50-50. Interesting. Um, obviously, n- nobody's like a pure introvert or pure extrovert. Most people are mixed. So... The um, but like people like Owen and Kyle and Blitz are like they're very clearly extroverts in that they feed you know they feed off of being around people. Mm-hmm. Um, Which also those are the three that I thought about. And I'm like, who would be the? Oh yeah, probably those three. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, Toby surprisingly doesn't go to after parties, for example, uh, a whole lot. Like he he's I, I think he's actually a little bit more of an introvert. Um, Nahas is an extrovert. Oh, yeah. Nahas likes being around people. I don't think Nahas can say no to a free bar. <laughs> so that might be part of the situation. Yeah. If I called enough people, I'll eventually know who's listening, right? Yeah. Because someone will complain to someone one of us. Respond. Someone will be like, We've what? said several Nahas things and he hasn't <laughs> responded. So we know he's not listening to the podcast. He probably has like a child to take care of or something. True. Which means you should have time to listen to podcasts. Top 30 U.S. podcast charts. Thank you. For <laughs> not uh, Nahas. Maybe when we make top 10. That's, that's Yeah, it'll about. come up on his feet. He'll be like, oh, I'm being so leisurely today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, before, 
before we run away, there is there's one more event that uh, that's coming up now. I think that you're gonna be at Summit Eleven. Yes. right. That's like in soon. Yeah, is that like a week away or something? Um, something like that. I'm I'm going on vacation for about a week to see my dad, and then I'm coming back like the day before the summit starts. So probably about a week and a half. Or you're so. you're racking up the airline miles. This is my first summit. I'm so excited. I've never worked a summit before. That's okay. That's interesting to me because you live in LA yes. and the summit operates out of LA. So presumably yes. they don't even need to really get you a time if they don't want to. No, they don't. So you could in theory be a cheaper talent. Yes. Because yeah. Um, I, I, I've actually been told by someone at BTS, uh, kind of the reasons why, and it, it does make sense. Um, it's just like, you're not cool. You never clean the toilet. You always keep your <laughs> shoes on in the house. No, um, it's like they want a certain dynamic for the summit. Uh, right. And they only need one play by play caster. And that is actually the reason I'm going is that Owen declined. So they're like, well, we need another play by play caster. That's where I fit in. Uh, as an analyst, most you, you, for the summit, right? You mostly want people who are connected to the pro players because the entire experience of the summit is getting pro players onto the couch. So you mm-hmm. want people who have a personal connection with them. If you think about my connections with pro players, it's all going to be overlapped, right? The friends that uh, some of the players I'm friends with, they're probably already friends with Blitz. Other, you know, pro players that I'm friends with, they're probably friends with Fogged. So, you know, like, or Grant, or, you know, like all these other guys have like deeper connections. I never thought about it in that way that, you know, they would want talent or talkers who can have an easier time dragging people to the couch because it's not like then it's not the BTS producers who are like, hey, geek fam, go get on the couch. It's like, hey, five, can you go? You got anyone who wants to do a thing with you? And and it's also like uh, four people on the couch. It's naturally going to be more about the conversation. So you want, you know, Blitz to be able to pull in RTZ and Sumail because he's friends with them. And then on the couch, they'll be better because Blitz is also there and they're able to have personal connections and, you know, stuff like that. So um, that was kind of explained to me and it, it made sense. So no hard feelings for never inviting me. But thank you, Odie Pixel, for declining the summit so I can work it. I'm super excited. You can put on your business cards a uh, backup Odie Pixel. Backup Odie Pixel. So that's what I am. <laughs> uh, my name's Hope you know and can't make your event. Call me. <laughs> I'm okay being the third best play-by-play in Dota. So you'll be a tier two play-by-play for a tier two tournament? Whoa, 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 whoa. Tier two? How dare you? I'm tier one just because I'm third. Let's say the tier one play-by-play has enough room for four people because that's how many people get hired for TI. So third is always good for me. <laughs> if, if, if Valve starts cutting down the budget, you know, and only hiring two play-by-play casters, then, you know, then I'm screwed. But and Toby's going to have like some rice in his coffee or something. to be like, hey, guys, Toby couldn't make an event again. He's really <laughs> oh, like, you know where he lives. So you can just be like, hey. Uh, <laughs> True. You, you know, a guy in, in Cologne who, own, who drives a tour bus, you can send to his house. <laughs> He's seen some shit. I should have gotten that guy's number. <laughs> I'm quite certain that guy has had to take a baseball bat to like somebody's head, you know? I think the most interesting part of the summit is uh, something that LD actually tweeted. Mm-hmm. He was like, hey, Ice Frog, can you please release the patch before the event? Yeah, that, because that's not happening. That'll really dictate. I don't think it's going to happen either. But something like that would really dictate, you know, people are excited for it. Because yep. I still think people might not be fully excited for it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm interested to see, like, 
who's going to replace VP or is Ad Finham still going to be like a decent team or who are these teams who still don't really have logos made? <laughs> Looking at you, CCNC, um, Jack. Surely they know a graphic designer. I know a graphic designer if anyone wants to. Well, they, I can, I can they, hook you up. They have a logo now, which is CCNC's face. That feels lazy. Yeah. But it's a great face. <laughs> it's the face that he's making when he, he sees Gabe at TI. That would be the face. It's a very <laughs> – He's so excited. Put it up on the screen or he's look it so, up. He's so happy that Gabe is there at China introing TI. Like, you know, He's so happy. The only time I ever met uh, CCNC uh-huh. was the year that he did TI, which was the one in Seattle. Yeah. So that was seven. seven. That makes sense. Yeah, seven. And um, that was the year that he wasn't really welcomed with open arms, shall we say, by the <laughs> internet. And I'm the asshole. I I think Purge introduced me to him. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, yeah, Leaf Eater, you know, the Reddit guy. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, hey, it's I'm dude, pleasure to meet you. I'm very sorry. Uh, yeah, I, for context, at that time, Reddit was literally going through and getting all the worst clips of CCNC and posting not, them on Reddit and being like, this is a TI panelist, by the way. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and it's just CCNC, like, having his typical pub rage moments. It was cyberbullying. <laughs> there there was a bit of cyberbullying. And while, you know, from, from the Reddit side, to defend myself a little bit, we did do a lot of getting rid of it. But, like, not all of it went away. Because not all of it should go away. You can't just fully censor yeah. opinions. But um, It's okay. I, it made a good brand for CCNC. Now he's a very popular streamer because of that. Any publicity is good publicity? In a way, yeah. I, hope- I, I mean, CCNC is, like, pretty eloquent with his rage. Much like me. We, we share that characteristic. We have both had our rage moments go up very high on Reddit and people flame us for it. But, you know. If you're going to have rage, you should at least be eloquent about it. Yeah. Or creative. Yeah. I called somebody a, a, a Houdini of farm because he somehow just AFK farmed the entire time and then poof, made net worth disappear. <laughs> That was my moment. I See, remember that. That feels – yeah, that doesn't even feel – that feels like you're practicing for your tight five at the comedy store. That's not like, oh, look at Capital. He's such an asshole. For, like, for example, <laughs> another one is is Jack, uh, KBBQ, when, when he goes around calling people single-celled organisms. <laughs> like you got – like if somebody called me a single-celled organism, I wouldn't be mad at all. That's hilarious. My, my Dota rage strategy is generally to be uh, – aggressively nice to people uh-huh. i guess be like oh man thank you dude that was a great last hit great last hit oh man you're doing such a By good aggressively job I... nice you mean passive aggressive <laughs> no no like I'm, I'm only complimenting real things that actually happen and uh-huh. i'm like doing things that i i don't think it's too passive aggressive i'm just like trying to be very nice to them it's my way of working through not uh actually being rude to someone but it turns out too nice comes back around to really mean and people don't take to it very well yeah, I'm going to use that tactic in my next pub. Thank you. It's kill him with kindness. Mm-hmm. Just be like, hey, you're doing such a great job. I love you. Your name's great. I hope that your mother had a very nice, pleasant day today. I'm jealous of your genetics because you I, seem to. I definitely hope you reproduce in the future. You should. You probably. I, I certainly wouldn't want your genes to be lost in the pool. I can tell by your voice that you're beautiful. <laughs> um, you know, you probably don't have wisdom teeth because you're a superior human. Um <laughs> 
I didn't know that, by the way, but there are some people without wisdom teeth. Yeah. And they should breed. That's, that's evolution shit, man. They should breed way more. Yeah. If you, if you have wisdom teeth, don't have kids. <laughs> if you don't have wisdom teeth, have kids. Then we'll just, I mean. Slowly but surely, we'll, we'll eat it out. <laughs> I, I took to have one my biology class. taken out. That sucked. That's why I'm not having kids. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's also why I have an opioid problem, but that's a whole different story. <laughs> it was really rough. I don't know. <laughs> Wisdom teeth and opioids, you know. <laughs> it's a good thing that we had enough other things to talk about uh, that weren't the events because like before – I feel like the the podcast or last hour that we're talking to each other almost mirrors um, what goes on in the Dota community before a big patch releases because we're mm-hmm. like, what is there to – Everyone's so on the cusp of waiting for this for this new big update. You know, yep. fall 2019, Outlanders, it's going to happen. But it, uh, we as a community seem to devolve into this, I guess. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, your shitposting podcast pre-patch. This is a pre-patch podcast. I think that's... As, as soon as we get a patch, I'm sure this will turn into a normal podcast again, right? No, probably not. I, I couldn't be bothered to try and explain what's cool and bad about a patch to people. Oh, I told you there, there was going to be a, uh, a story. <laughs> I don't know. that story? I don't know how we segue. Like, may, maybe I'll... Uh, <laughs> what's, what's the best segue? How, how can I line you up for this? What, what, what's like some, some context? How can I help you get into it? I honestly um, don't know. <laughs> So speaking of ESL and penises. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we were talking about. Um, it was the gym picture you have in the outline. There was uh, karaoke and gym pictures. Oh, yeah. You, was, you were at the gym a lot. That segue. Yes, I, I was at the gym You a lot. weren't a karaoke. I may have confused white people, which <laughs> still feels disgusting. I'm very sorry, everyone. Uh, cancel me, probably. You, you really should. I shouldn't be here. But you were at the gym a lot. I saw you taking yes. like vanity pictures of Blitz. It was yes. I took a video for Blitz. I generally do not take videos or pictures at the gym very often. Uh, let's say like one, once, twice every year. Let's say I try not to be that guy. Um, but yes, I was at the gym. At ESL, and um, I was working on my back exercises. Mm-hmm. Important. Yeah, uh, very important. You know, to have a, a good, strong back, good posture and stuff. And you carry uh, I was, everyone. I was uh, doing what's called Romanian dumbbell lifts. So you take uh, or Romanian deadlifts. So you take uh, heavy dumbbells, and you kind of halfway bend over, and um, and then you. You have them like just above your knees and then you uh, just below your knees rather. And then you just uh, basically you just stand up straight. So it's it's an exercise to to work out your lower back. And um, I I had the very heavy dumbbells and I was adjusting my stance looking in the mirror. And if you can imagine, it's a, a humble brag. You're like, you weren't just like, I had my dumbbells. You're like, I had my very heavy. Dumbbells. No, 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 no. Like, it's important that they're heavy. I need you to know that they're heavy right now, Joey. <laughs> it's important. Okay. <laughs> These very heavy dumbbells. And I was holding them, you know, uh, if you think about it, the way I'm like standing before I mm-hmm. kind of bend over, those dumbbells are about waist area. Yeah. And okay. I was kind of adjusting my feet back and forth. And, Good form. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then and then uh, I didn't really pay attention, and the dumbbells uh, clinked together. Oh, 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 except for they didn't quite clink oh, together because 
my my dick was in the way. The tip of my dick was in the way. And <laughs> so that's how I smashed my dick at ESL on Hamburg. Oh man, that's <laughs> I told you you were gonna cringe. That's it was it was when like I told my girlfriend it was like top uh, twenty of my most painful experiences of my life. Twenty? Why? <laughs> I'm gonna need a lift. Maybe top ten. Oh. I just had a liver biopsy, by the way, where they had to like jam through my my chest to get into my stomach. So you know, <laughs> to give you context of like how painful that was. Oh. 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 It's fine. Everything, everything. It turned black. Bruise or no bruise? Like everything ended up it's healing bruise. fine. Bruise, yes. Bruce. It, it turned black. This is, oh, just like when you smash your finger. I'd assume so. I mean, I guess it's a little bit more flexible than my finger, but yeah. I'm going to get you. A... Let me tell you, there was a moment of sheer panic. There was the pain, but then there was a moment of like sheer panic of like, oh my God, what have I just done? My like, poor penis, what have I just done to you? What is... Did I just ruin something? Am yeah. I still going to be able to pee? What's <laughs> what's happening? So I had to, I had to like. You know what's funny is BSJ's girlfriend was working out at the gym at the time. Were you – was like anyone else – it was just her? It, it was just – yeah, it was just her. Blitz was also there like five minutes beforehand, but it just left because he had just finished his workout. And from her perspective, all she sees is, is me like bend over and then shove my hand down my pants. And then while having my hand down my pants, waddle out of the gym. Because at that point in time, <laughs> I wanted nothing to touch that area. No fabric, anything to touch that area as I waddled my way to the bathroom. Have you have you talked to her since this? Did you, did you ever explain <laughs> to her what happened? She know what happened, Okay, yes. I'm glad she knows what happened. She, I, she was in the shuttle with us the next morning. <laughs> did you bring up the conversation or did she? <laughs> I, I, I told the story to Blitz and she overheard it and she was like, oh, so that's why you left the gym so quickly without <laughs> saying goodbye. And I was like, yes, I needed to not be working out instantly at that moment. That, oh man. I, oh. <clears throat> oh, oh, so yeah, but everything feels fine. So it's all good. I, I'm going to, I'm going to get you a gift. I'll get you like some like really hardcore compression underwear. So that like nothing's hanging anywhere that it's going to be like it can be as tight as possible. <laughs> like a chastity plate sort of deal. <laughs> Just to protect You're like, Cap, oh, are you wearing God. a cup to do deadlifts? <laughs> like, yeah, man, I have some trauma. Have Never some... again. Safety first. Oh. Um, I guess. <laughs> brings a whole new meaning to head trauma. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know that could happen. So that's why you listened to this podcast. I didn't know that could happen. And this is why you listen to the podcast, not for the Dota, but for the stories of me traumatizing myself at events. You had a rough time in Germany. <laughs> I had a rough, you had a rough. I had a rough tournament. You had man. a really rough time in Germany. You you were tired. There was a long bus ride. You may have gotten murdered twice, and I I, I hope you're healing well. It's it's all good. It healed surprisingly fast. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. Like ah, uh, hey hey honey, I'm just, I'm gonna send you a picture. It's not gonna be sexy. It's just I think I have some trauma. Do you wanna? <laughs> no, I didn't tell my girlfriend until after I came back home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad everyone else got to know first. Yeah, 
I don't think we can follow that up. Yeah, I, don't I, th- think I think we're done. I think we gotta. I think we gotta thank people. I think we gotta. There's. I wrote stuff down for the end of the show, but I'm genuinely just trying to picture what a bruised penis looks like. I'm I'm very fixated. So I'm part of there's something on Google. I'm just I I will look it up. I have a really weird search history. Um, Google serves me very odd ads. Um, yeah, a lot of I know everywhere in the local region you get Prince Alberts. It's a thing. Um, I I think we got to be done. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. If you are watching us on YouTube. You can listen to us anywhere you get a podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. It helps us a lot if you leave a review, a comment, a five star. I pulled I pulled some uh, I pulled a couple I see that. I pulled a couple. The first one is my reading. Yeah, if you, okay. you want to read them, I don't want. I talk too much if you want to. Carl Swagen mm-hmm. with five stars says, "Good stuff. Joey really knows his stuff." And is handsome. I don't know how Definitely that got. Definitely not Joey Smurf. I don't know how that got in the document. Mm-hmm, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. We got like 12, but that's, I randomized them and I pulled <laughs> that one. Yeah. What about the second one from Old Till that says, this is good. I wasted my phone battery watching this on YouTube and didn't realize this was on iTunes. I don't know who the dude is who is in cap, but he's funny and likes Dota like I do. These are so obviously your Smurfs. <laughs> They're not. They're so obviously They're not, yours. Do you know how hard it is to make an iTunes account? <laughs> it's not it's not worth it for me. I, I pulled All them right, at that's random. That's a fair defense. That's a fair I pulled them at random. I don't know how they were both about me. If you want to – It's I, not hard to make an iTunes account, by the way. You should definitely make one and leave a comment. <laughs> Please do. It it helps us <laughs> go up in the podcast range. It's weird yeah. that we like see our show next to like IGN podcasts and have like hundreds of thousands of listens. Mm-hmm. It's like – Big important podcast, something people will listen to. Giant bomb us. It's like we don't fit here. So if you can help us stay there, we'd really appreciate it. And I, I know that I said I'm going to send people stuff, and and I, I I'm going to live up to that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Carl and uh, and Old Tilt. If you can uh, contact, like hit me up on Twitter. It's at Leaf Eater. If you want to follow me on Twitter, that's L E A F E A T O R. I know I say like like I say it like it's E R, but like it's O R. It's a kind of I'm sorry. But if you want to if you want to hit me up on Twitter, um, I actually we had some art gifted slash commissioned for the show. Yes. Um, Beautiful. Dopa too. Bless his soul. Him and his wife. They both worked on this. Um, did, did, did a new little drawing for us. So now in the span of like two months, you have two Dopa 2 drawings. Congratulations. <laughs> I have I have one. I feel I've like made ma- it. Ma- maybe I made it. Um, so <laughs> we'll, we'll, you'll probably see that in the podcast player like as as the as the icon. Um, but I, I uh, poster or canvas. I'll print I'll print one out. We'll put it in the mail. You you can have some original Dopa two art. Maybe we'll sign it. That seems sounds cool, good. right? That sounds cool. I'm spilling my goblet of wine in it. <laughs> I like I like the consistency. Another spilling water joke. Uh, I, I like the consistency cool. of you not being able to control water. I like the <laughs> idea that we've co-opted the cobalt as like um, a, a mascot. I guess uh-huh. it's uh-huh. my favorite creep. That's definitely just my creative choice. Um, <laughs> I asked him to put a tango on me for very selfish branding reasons. Yes, um, yes. And I have I have different versions for when I change my hair color. So I can just – I can sw- hot swap it out to keep it current. <laughs> really? Yeah. He sent like a purple one and a green one. So I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> – 
Thank you. You planning on dyeing your hair purple? Thank you, Delta. You have. I have. I can show you pictures. I I haven't had colored hair in a long time. I feel like it's it's very out of style. But um, I'll probably go back to blonde. Can can we make that a a a sub goal or something? A sub goal? Yeah. Yes. I'll 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 dye my hair back to a color if we get to a place. I don't know what that place. What I don't don't know what a good what a good number. What's a good metric? I I have not. We'll figure it out. We'll We'll, we'll tell you again. But uh, next time. If if you want to leave a review on mm-hmm. iTunes, we'll read it on the show. We'll send you something because we're – can we say that we're bribing people? Is that like against some kind of Apple rules? Ah, they're not going to hear this. Anyway. They're never so going to hear this. I'm <laughs> going to bribe you if you'd like to do it. So please thank you. It helps us a lot. We really appreciate it. Uh, YouTube, iTunes, wherever you want to listen. You can follow Cap on Twitter. Is it, I always – Never remember if it's Dota Capitalist or Capitalist Dota. Yeah. I always type it in the wrong way first. Poor poor branding that I put the word Dota first. Yeah. Dota Capitalist at Leaf Eater. Um, Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us. We'll be back after the sometime after the summit, maybe. Yeah. There might be time after the summit before. Yeah. No one's going to China. Yeah, I'll be here. We'll be here. We could do it any time during the summer. We'll do another time. Yeah. We'll have another one soon. They'll be back in the – click the follow button. I'm going to stop – I should have stopped saying words a while ago. I don't know how to – bye? Stop. Fuck.